hope this message finds our mothers well. I've typed the message. Is it up there, Brother Rob? Him, him and her, him being the Lord and her being our mother, him and her. There's no one better that knows you mothers like the Lord does. He made you special. When you read how he made uh, Adam, he didn't make Adam any special. He, made, he just took some dirt. He said, I got this. And uh, got some dirt, some caulk. Just made the man, amen? Uh, but the women, he didn't make, it, make a woman like he did the man. Made him special, made him different, made the woman different. And special place. Now, the world has twisted and perverted, calling good evil and evil good. But there is no one that honors, respects, adores, and loves the women and the mothers like God and the Bible. The world has degraded our mothers. The world has torn down our homes, our families, and so forth. But rest assured, moms, when you get into the Word of God, it would build you up to be the best mother that God intended you to be, to be the strongest woman that God made you to be. And it was never society uh, or the ways of man that built up a mom or a woman. It was the Word of God. And, but the world twisted it the other way around and said it's the Word of God that uh, degrades or, or brings down a woman, but that's not true. Because you can see the fruit of it today. And our moms are hurting, and our women are hurting, and our families are hurting. But mom, when you need Jesus today. You need the Word of God. There's no one better uh, that knows you than the Lord. Consider him who hath made thee. Consider him and her. Let's pray. Father, bless this message. I pray, O oh God, that you use this message for our moms. Thank you, Father, for all you've done for us. Help us, O oh Lord. Help us in this day and age. We live in the last days. We live in a time of Noah. We live in the time of Lot. Father, when you are coming, you're coming soon. Any, any minute, any hour, any day now, you are coming. Just like you delivered Noah, just like you delivered Lot. So you shall deliver us as we are patiently waiting and looking up. Help us, Lord, I pray. Give us strength and grace. Give us a blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Numbers, I want to consider the first her of the Bible. It's going to be a little different. Uh, if you're like my, my wife, my wife is a, the best mother, amen, and the best wife. Thank God for my wife. Amen. Give her a hand. <laughs> um, she says, animals, animals comfort. Animals do comfort, right? And we all, have, we all get comfort from animals, uh, whether it be a little dog or cat or uh, anything. It brings a special comfort to us. You know, it, uh, God brought the animals before Adam. Amen. And he said, you know what? God said, this is not doing it. I need to make him someone special. So he made Eve. And uh, he always intended 
but he just showed that, that animals do bring a type of comfort uh, for us. And I want to look at the first her of the Bible, uh, and I want to compare it, because God does compare uh, some things here. But I want to find the first one, which is a donkey. Numbers 22, the first her of the Bible we're going to look at is a donkey here. Numbers 22, in verse 22. Verse 22 says, In God's anger, I'm just going to have you seated this morning. Just relax here. God's anger was kindled because he went. He's talking about Balaam. And the angel of the Lord stood in the way for an adversary against him. Balaam was a, a uh, sorcerer. He was a type of witch, a, a man which would be a, a sorcerer. And uh, God was uh, trying to uh, protect his people here. If you, I'm not going to go over the whole story because we're focusing on here of the her. Now he was riding upon his ass and his two servants were with him. And he asked, saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way and his sword drawn in his hand. And he asked, turned aside out of the way and went into the field. And Balaam smote the ass to turn her into the way. So you have a, it's a girl donkey, amen? Uh, and so he was riding on his donkey, Balaam was. Balaam was a, was a wicked man. And he was going in pursuit of money to curse God's people. And Balaam was riding on a donkey, a girl donkey, and uh, the angel of the Lord came to stop Balaam, and so the donkey turned out of the way and into the field, so Balaam hit the donkey. Now, don donkeys are a little stubborn, man. I don't know much about donkeys, uh, but he started beating the donkey. If I saw Balaam beating that donkey, I'd say, yo, yo, buddy, do not hit that donkey. What are you hitting that donkey for? What's wrong with you? So he's beating his donkey. Uh, let's look in uh, verse 24. But the angel of the Lord stood in the path of the vineyards, a wall being on this side and a wall on that side. Verse 25. And when he asked, saw the angel of the Lord, she thrust herself onto the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. And he smote her again. So now Balaam's upset. He got his foot crushed. He deserved it. Verse 26, and the angel of the Lord went further and stood in a narrow place where was no way to turn either to the right hand or to the left. And when he asked, saw the angel of the Lord, she fell down under Balaam, and Balaam's anger was kindled, and he smote the ass with a staff. And the Lord opened the mouth of the ass, and she said unto Balaam, God opened the donkey's mouth, what have I done with thee unto thee that thou hast smitten me these three times? Now, here you have this donkey. Now, I'm not comparing our mothers to a donkey. I'm just going over at one of the herds of the Bible. Amen. A little, little, uh, but I want to show you here something. That uh, Balaam's pursuit is driving, 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 driving. And driving against the Lord, driving against the ways of the Lord. And God sent his angel to stop uh, Balaam. And the donkey was able to see it. He, she was able to see it. She was able to see the Lord in all this. Balaam wasn't. Balaam's blindness to money, Balaam's blindness to his lust, uh, drove him when the donkey was able to see it. See the angel of the Lord. 
And he did not stop. He kept driving and driving and driving this donkey. And I want to just compare some things here to our moms. Listen, our moms get driven. Our moms get driven in this world. Uh, we have a lot of single moms. We have single moms in the church. We have, uh, there's a lot of single moms out there, and they get driven. Mothers, I, 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 I just want to say that um, you have the Lord's attention when you turn your heart to the Lord, when you walk in his ways, when you walk in his word. Uh, he will take care of you. He will see you through. But the world drives you. And I don't know how you mothers do it sometimes, uh, especially uh, when, when, when the odds are against you and, and you have uh, the kids and, and you have to uh, take care of them. You've got to take care of yourself. And when, if you're married, you've got, you got to take care of your husband and, and the home. And God has blessed you for sure. Uh, but here you have the donkey uh, who was driven. And because... Uh, Balaam didn't get his way. He uh, started beating the donkey. And I can see our mothers, listen, our mothers get beaten by this world. And if you don't have your eyes open to the spiritual side of things, which you can see the Lord, uh, you're, you're going you're gonna to take those beatings for nothing. Why? Because I'm not talking about physical beating. God help us if, if we have a lady who's getting physically beat. I'll be the first one who goes after that guy. Um, God help us if, if we have that. Uh, but there, I mean, there is that, amen, around us. But you should never lay a hand on a woman. I know that's a new thing. My wife was telling me, uh, yeah, it's, uh, they're teaching that today, that because of, uh, they're saying that men and women are equal, that a man can hit a woman now, and a woman can hit a man. That's not true. The world is, is the perverts, and the world is perverting our, our young men, in, in their eyes, uh, and we, listen, I, I teach my uh, son to hold the door for the women. I teach my son that there's such thing as girl push-ups and man push-ups. Amen? Amen? I teach him those things because that's how it is. God did not make us the same. And this, um, and this is not even politics. This is truth. This is truth. Our young men are confused and our women are confused. But God's word is not confusing. You'll bear the fruit of what you're sowing. And what is being sown today is we can see the fruit of it. It's chaos and uh, uh, sorrow and depression and collapse of our society. Calling what is good evil and evil good. And in the end, our children are the ones who suffer most for it. And it's stemming more and more and more. The Bible says, that as it was in the days of Lot, so shall it be when a son may return. What was Lot? Lot was, it was a society of perversion. And that is what was, is produced today. But friend, moms, don't let it stop at you. Amen? Or let it stop at you. Don't let it continue with you. Stop it where it's at. Teach your kids the right way. Teach your grandkids the right way. Amen? Ask God to open your eyes to the Lord that's with you and protecting you. You see here, there was one who stood uh, for this donkey, and uh, the Bible says that God had opened her mouth, and she spoke up against Balaam. Even the donkey was able to speak because God opened her mouth. Amen? And let God give you a, a song today in your sorrow. Let God give you a, a voice 
uh, to proclaim the truth to your children and to your grandchildren. People do not automatically believe the truth. They got to be told the truth. We don't have to teach our kids how to lie or steal or cheat. They do it naturally and they do it good. Amen? But God help us if we don't teach them the right way. And it's as parents, uh, there, there's this new thing out there, it's probably old now, uh, that, that just let kids figure it out. You, you, you let them figure out what to eat then, too. The same crowd that says that is the same crowd that says, well, they can't eat this and they can't eat that. Well, you, you got to let them figure it out. Let them eat the gummy bears and let them eat uh, whatever they want for dinner as well. But no, you're just picking and choosing. And you're letting the world interpret to you what to teach your kids. Moms, you raise the kids. Dads, you raise the kids. You raise your grandkids. Your grandkids are not only your children's kids, but they're your kids as well. You raise the children. It is your responsibility. If the school is not doing what you want them to do, then you pull them out of that school. Amen. Don't let your kids be raised by a tablet, by a phone, by this wicked world, by public schools. Don't let your kids be raised by that. You raise your children. It is the responsibility of parents to raise the kids. It is not society. Our world is wicked. It is wicked. If you don't believe me, just go out, look, go out the front door right now. Talk to kids. They, they might curse at you. They have no respect. Oh, that's just how they feel. Yeah, that's how they feel. <laughs> and when they get angry, they're gonna, they'll kill somebody because that's how they felt. Because what's in us? All of those things. But we need to hear the truth. Go to the doctors. You want to hear the truth. Parents, your kids need to hear, they need to hear, the, hear the truth. God, open our eyes to you. Balaam, Balaam, Balaam beat, beat that girl. And he drove her. And he had no, he didn't give her any rest. And he, he just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And I see our mothers in society just getting pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and, and, and they get no rest and they, they're, they're, they're weighed down. And, and, but friend, that is not God. That's, that's, that's society and that's the ways of man that are, are opposing you. But there's one who stands for you, amen? It was the angel of the Lord that came down and stood in the way and tried to stop it all, amen? And opened the mouth of Balaam's donkey. And she spoke out, Amen? God stands for you. You stand with God. God stands for you, uh, mother. You stand for God. When you're being pushed and when you're tired and, and under the load and weary, you stand for God. Open your eyes and see God in front of you. God is good. Let's go to another one. Another her of the Bible. We're going over him and her. In Proverbs chapter 6. There's moms who get caught in a bad situation. And they lost her husband. It's not common today, though, 
anymore to even talk about husband and wife. There's not many people getting married anymore. And our families are a wreck. There's no families. There's people, there's pe- I found this out. There's people living in houses. That's all that there is. Mostly. People living in houses. Don't let that be your home. Or don't let that be your house. Have a home. Have a family. To have a family, you have to do it the Bible way. Because the Bible way is the truth that will bless you. Proverbs 6, 6, the Bible says, Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. God calls the ants here her. Now, in our language, him could mean both him and her. We know that, right, in the English language. Could mean either one. If I say, hey, you guys, right? It, it could be talking about, all the, there's girls here too. I say, hey, you guys. It's girls and guys. But when the Bible says her, it's her. It can't mean guys as well. It's her. And God here gives a, uh, a comparison here. Go to the end of something. Consider her ways. Consider her ways. Which having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer and gathereth her food in the harvest. Isn't that amazing? Now, my mother, she had passed years ago. My mother, my mother, she, she would cook some meals. Uh, she was a funny lady. She'd get some food and, uh, and make something out of nothing. Like, Mom, how did you make that? And the, the rule was you, you weren't allowed to ask. Amen. You weren't allowed to ask how she did it. I remember this one time. I'm still trying to figure out how she did it. We had a, fro- I mean, this turkey we got, we forgot to defrost it. It was on Thanksgiving morning. It was a brick still. That was so frozen. That turkey was so frozen, but somehow it was done a few hours later. Angie, you remember that? How she did it, I have no idea. And it was edible. It was good. It was a good turkey. It was a good turkey. How she did, I don't know. And I don't want to find out. But we ate it and we were happy. Amen? Uh, but mothers, I want to say this. God is, God is comparing here. And he's saying, listen, the ants, they don't have a guide, an overseer, or a ruler. Yet, yet, they provide she provides her meat in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. And one of the, what, listen, one of the things I've seen this world attack our moms with today. Moms, God, God has instilled in you mothers a natural way about you to take care of your kids. Don't let the world take that from you. Don't let them take it from you. The doctors try to steal it. I remember when Kayla was born, the, the doctor said, you gotta, you gotta swaddle her real tight. I said, well, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do as a baby. When we had Philip, the doctor said, no, you're not allowed to swaddle them real tight. I said, what are you talking about? They just, what are you just changing? You're changing? You can't change. 
You can't change that stuff. What are you talking about? It's a baby. Swaddle the baby. Simple. What they're doing, the doctors are just doing all these experiments. That's all they're doing. I'm not getting into all that stuff. Listen, I'd rather listen to a mother than a doctor. Mothers have, doctors have this uh, learning from some university that, that is atheist and do not believe in God. Mothers have God's design wisdom instilled in them by Almighty God directly. Don't let the world take that from you, mothers. You be a mom. If, if your boy needs a whooping with your high heel, you give it to him. Yeah, amen. Moms, you can do it. Amen. You give your kids what you know to be right. Don't let society affect the wisdom that God has put in you. You say, well, that's not right. You have allowed doctors, society, to take away you being a mom. And now they have crept in your mind and heart, and they are mothering your children. The society that we live in today has put fear in our moms. You are no longer free. Fear brings bondage. When our moms can't even uh, feed their kids the way they want, or why, because they have something, oh, I can't, I can't because I, 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 I uh, read on the news or, or my, my phone says this about that. Listen, be a mother and you do what God has put in you. You know what's best for your kids. Ask God to open your eyes to his truths. God has blessed you as a mom. A mom is a position. Be a faithful mother. When God puts, a, in you, when God puts you in a position, he'll, he will equip you as well. And it might not, you might not be in the ideal situation, but you're there. You might not have the best home, but you're there. And you make the best of it. And as long as you got God by your side, it'll turn out all right. God will never leave you. The husband might, and the kids one day will too, but God will never leave you. So you stay with the one who never will leave you. And you do your best. And you give your best. And you be the best mother you could be. And don't let the world or society take that from you as well. Be a mom. God made mothers. Go to the aunt, which having no guide or overseer or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer and gathereth her food in the harvest. Mothers somehow know what to do. Mother, listen, mothers know everything, too. Mothers know everything. They do. They have an instinct about them. They can read your eyes. <laughs> they know what you're going through. Who put that there? God did. God put that there. 
Look at what God has already opened your eyes to and acknowledge who put that there and how much more he'll do with you as well. Moms, don't let this world take away your motherhood. If you're a grandmother, they're your children as well. The Bible doesn't, the Bible calls them grandchildren, but the Bible also calls them children. They're your children's children, but they're your children as well. You never will stop being a mother. And let's say you have no children. The kids that God has placed in your life. For the women, the Bible says, to be as mothers in the church. God will give you children. Remember Naomi? Naomi, she, she said, God hath given me a, cho- a child again. Amen? And it wasn't her blood child, but God gave her someone. God will fill in the gaps. But don't let the world take that from you as well. Let's go to our last one in Genesis. The last her of the Bible, him and her. You'll see God by your side, by her side all the time. Genesis chapter 6. I'm sorry, Genesis 8. In verse 8, the Bible says in Genesis 8.8, also he sent forth a dove, this is Noah, when they were in the ark, the earth was flooded, the water started going back down, amen, we did have a worldwide flood, we we all know that, right? The earth is only about 6,000 years, we know that as well, right? Not 100 million, billion, billion, million, million, billion, okay? This is truth, only 6,000 years. We had a worldwide flood that mixed everything together, and that's why we have a mess of a, of a world with grass growing on top. <laughs> Amen? All right. When the earth, or the, the waters, the, the ark came to rest, Noah sends out a dove. Also, verse 8, also he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters were abated from off the face of the ground. Before he started going down the mountain, he wanted to make sure that there was... Uh, Ground before they got off the ark. But the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot. This is the third her that I want to look at. And she returned unto him in the, into the ark, for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her in unto him into the ark. And he stayed yet other seven days, and again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came into him in the evening, and lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. Now, this dove, uh, she knew. Now, think of the waters. There's probably a mess floating debris everywhere. But Noah knew that this leaf was plucked off. It was plucked. It wasn't torn. It wasn't shredded. So this dove carefully, with tenderness, took this leaf to bring back to Noah. She didn't just pick something that was floating around. She plucked this off. 
That's what the Bible says. She plucked it off and brought it back to Noah. It was delicate, delicately, delicately done, amen, with that mother's touch. Something about a mother's touch, amen. There is no, uh, nothing to replace a mother's touch in a child's life. That is true. And that's why uh, Noah sent a dove and she brought forth an olive leaf. Now the olive tree represents Christ, amen? And the dove represents the Holy Spirit of God. It's, it's a beautiful picture here. Women, uh, when, one, when a mother fears God and lives for God and, 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 and goes after Christ in her life, and Noah sent this dove out of the ark to make sure that it was safe to go down. And he sent a dove, something that is uh, harmless, something that represents peace in our lives, amen? Represents the Holy Spirit of God. And Noah sent that dove out ahead of everyone in the ark. It was Noah, his wife, his eight people total, his three sons and their wives, and all the animals before he opened that door where all the animals would go down Mount Ararat and, into the, and back into the world and start flourishing. And he sent this dove out. She came back with that olive leaf. And that olive leaf, listen, that dove gently plucked that olive leaf off to let Noah know that, it was, that she found something. She found a tree uh, because the waters went down and uh, that it's, it's going to be safe uh, to go. And the Bible says, he stayed yet, verse 12, other seven days and sent forth the dove, which returned not again unto him anymore. So eventually he sent her out again, seven days later, and the dove stayed out, knowing that, knowing, knowing that the waters were finally off the earth. She sent, he sent the dove out before them to make sure it was safe. Moms, you have a special touch about you that brings safety to the home, brings safety to everybody that your life is in touch with. If mom's doing all right, then everything's all right. When you have uh, grips on the home, uh, the kids know not to bring certain things in the home. Mom will kill me if I bring that in my house. Amen. Uh, you set the rules for the home. Take your shoes off before you, whatever the, whatever the rules of the home are. It brings a sense of security. It brings an established place. It, bring, it brings a place of refuge. It brings a place of safety. It brings a place of peace in your home. And Noah sent the dove out before them all. A harmless, little, fragile dove to go out before them to make sure everything was safe. And the dove did that. And she did her job, amen? That little dove. And she went out uh, and, and found a place for herself finally. Moms, you go before your children. And often, if you're married, you go before your husband to build that home that God has designed you to build to mother your kids and to wife your husband and to be there for the family to make sure everything is good and make sure everything is right and make sure everything is safe. And Noah sent that dove out and, he, and she gently plucked off that leaf. And if you keep your eyes on Christ, moms, she didn't bring back a, 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 a thorn, amen? She brought an olive leaf plucked from, which signifies the Lord Jesus Christ. 
She brought back Christ to the home. She brought back Christ. Uh, that is the best thing you can give your children today. Uh, show them Christ. They hit an age where they might not want to go to church anymore. They, they don't have the desires, but because you instilled that in them. The Bible says train up a child in the way they should go. That means it's a personal one-on-one -on -one thing. That means you're going to have to get into the lives of each one of your children, each one of your grandchildren, and figure out who they are and what they struggle with and what they're dealing with, and go before them and prepare their way and help them. Make sure that it's going to be safe for them to enter in. Make sure that school and what they're watching on TV is safe for them to watch. And if it's not safe, you get it out of their lives. You don't just accept anything. She didn't bring back a ball of mud or a cup of water. So I felt, no, she brought back a symbol of Christ in their lives. Moms, the best thing you can give your children, your grandchildren, your home, and yourself is the Lord Jesus Christ. There's nothing greater. He is peace. He's the Prince of Peace. Amen. Our moms struggle so much. They get beaten by this world like Balaam's donkey. They get... Uh, undermined and robbed of their motherhood. God said, consider the ant. Friend, mother, don't allow this world to take away your peace and your foundation, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. God has blessed you and made you a mom. And there is no greater position than a position of a mother. I wish all the girls would know that today in this world this world has perverted their way and made it harder for our moms and made it harder for them to be a mother. But a mother is a dear position and blessed by God Almighty and given fruit for, for even having that position and strength and guidance and love and care by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. I pray and hope you walk with the King today and look to Jesus and allow the Lord to open your eyes like he did that donkey and give you a voice to pray and sing and give you wisdom like he did the ant and give you peace like he did this dove in a place of refuge that he gave for this dove. When there was no other place, God made that place for her. I hope God blesses you today. Happy Mother's Day. Amen. Let's pray. Father, I pray, oh God, as we take this time to pray, Lord, I want to, uh, Lord, just ask again, uh, plead with you for our mothers. Please help them, Father. Give them wisdom. Give them strength. Give them endurance. Lord, this world has robbed our moms of their position. And Lord, this world has crept into their hearts and minds and replaced it with fear and torment, and sorrow, and depression. Lord, I pray that you would replace that with love, peace, and joy. Lord, I pray you put your hand on our mothers today and bless them in a mighty way. Strengthen our women. Lord, you know how important they are. I pray, oh God, that you'll lift them up in Jesus' name. Amen. As the piano plays, let's all stand. Mothers, I want to invite you to come down and pray. Pray for your children and pray for your grandchildren. Let's all stand. Take the time to pray. We need to pray.
Ask God to give you wisdom again. Ask God to give you strength to be the best mother you could be. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. His word shall not fail you, he promised. Believe him and all will be well. Then go to a world that is dying, his perfect salvation to tell. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Lord, bless her mothers. Give them strength. Give them wisdom. Give them grace. Fill them with love. Fill them with peace. Fill them with joy. Put a blessing, put a touch on their lives, oh God. Help our mothers. Oh soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's light for a look at the Savior and life more abundant and free. Amen. Sing it with me. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. I pray God blesses you in a mighty way. We're going to have, not today, obviously today, but we're going to have a special kickball Sunday for the children. We're going to have pretzels and water ice outside. Hopefully next week we're, we're going to do that. The weather's permitting. Amen. We'll try to do that next week for the kids. Oh, Sight and Sound. If you have not paid your Sight and Sound tickets that's due today, uh, please get that in. Uh, see uh, Brother Johnny and Dana for that. Amen. Anybody, anything else? Jesse, any, any other announcements? I pray and hope you have the best Mother's Day. Amen. Amen. Make your mom feel special and uh, make our women feel special. God bless you. Let's close in prayer. Father, bless us, I pray. Keep us safe. Give us a great week. Lord, I pray that uh, if possible, uh, everybody will be able to come out Wednesday for our special classes. Thank you for this church. Thank you for everybody here. Pray you give us now grace and strength as we go out those doors. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 God bless you.